Welcome everyone, this is Pagan Spirituality Today with me, your host, Kveldrida. It has been a year since I have done a show. Things have been on hiatus. I have been focusing on other things this past year. But it is my hope that with this show I will be returning to regular podcasting. We'll talk about how often and such in just a minute. But to reset things reset the basics. At this time, I have not podcasted in such a long time. iTunes and Podbean.com, my hoster, are the only sites that I'm aware of that you can download this show. I do have a Facebook fan page, which you could join if you wanted to. My email is PaganSpiritualityToday at gmail.com. And although I am still available on iTunes, I don't know how easy it is to find the show, seeing as how it has been such a long time since I've produced an episode. If you are a new fan and have not left an iTunes review before, that would be great if you would do that now. If you're an old fan and never got around to leaving a review, now would be a great time. Oni is not with me doing the show today, but she will be on future episodes, as will Fox and Erwin from Pagan Parents on the Edge. Also, there will be other guests throughout the show's new incarnation. Some things are going to change, and some things are going to remain the same. The numbering scheme, for one, will be different. The shows will be numbered by the year that they are produced. Show number one, show number two of 2011, etc., the show is going to have a lot more to do with what is going on with me and what I'm thinking at a particular moment as opposed to approaching a topic and trying to have my one-time say on that topic. It's going to be a little more thoughts of the moment versus for all time. Over this past year, Fox has been consistently asking me to return to podcasting, as has Oni. And that's part of the reason why I'm coming back, but another reason is that many of you fans have written in or posted comments on Facebook asking if the show would be returning. And thirdly, even though I have not produced a show in a year, I get between six and 700 downloads of the previous shows each and every month for that year that I've been gone. Clearly, there is enough interest in the pagan podcast world that people are still listening to old programs. There's more to be said, is what I'm trying to say, and there are people who are willing to listen. So, I've come back to add my voice to the podcasting world and see where this takes me. 
By the way, this show is being recorded on August the 13th, 2011, and it is the first show of the 2011 calendar year. The first thing I want to talk about is feedback and listener participation. One of the things that kept the show fresh for me and interesting for me in the past was getting good emails from listeners, whether it was questions or sharing experiences. Just having some kind of two-way communication has made the show far more rewarding and interesting for me than it would be without that communication. I need your listener feedback to keep me motivated, to keep the show exciting for me and, and interesting. On that note, from this point on, if you email me and you do not specifically say that your email must be kept private, I may start using sections of emails or entire emails in the show to further the idea or the topic that I'm talking about. I will be trying to post some sort of information or pictures or thoughts on my fan page at least once a week. Also, I will be trying to produce this show once a month. I don't know if it will be more often than that. That seems unlikely. But I will try to stick to once a month schedule. I do anticipate having regular guests on the show, doing group shows sometimes where there might be four or five people in the studio doing the show with me. It is really going to depend on who is available and what the topics are and how interesting we find those things. I also would like to be editing the show within a few days, if not a week, from the time of its recording. I find that if I don't edit them quickly and put them out, they just never see the light of day. So I'm going to have to make a better effort at getting that part of the show done. That's been the biggest problem for me, is not finding something to talk about but being able to find the time to edit the show, do the part that I find a little bit laborious, and actually get the shows finished and posted. I'm going to be playing around with music a little bit, putting it at the beginning or at the end of the show like I used to, perhaps putting a short musical interlude in the center of the show. I'm going to be playing around with things just to see how I like it and to see if there's any feedback from the audience as to what they prefer. However, all in all, you are primarily going to be hearing my thoughts and my experiences about pagan topics or occult paranormal topics. That will remain essentially the same. I am looking forward to getting back in the swing of this, but I think it's going to take me a while. Shows will start out shorter, almost certainly, and work towards longer, but probably never be more than an hour unless I have other people with me. So the present thing that I'm going to talk about today is I went on a ghost hunt like you would see on TV. There's a meetup group in Richmond, where we live, that is interested in scientific proof of the paranormal and ghosts and that sort of thing. So I joined that group a couple of weeks back and they had an investigation this past Saturday night at a historic movie theater in Richmond called the Bird Theater. It originally was... um I guess a vaudeville type theater. It has a real stage and all that sort of thing. There's a orchestra pit and a organ and whatnot. But then, of course, it became a movie theater years later. I think it opened in 1928. It's a very ornate place, although it's fallen into disrepair. They show $2 movies there now. I do not know anyone from the meetup group very well. I only met this group once before. 
They are very much into cameras and electronic voice recordings and EMF readers and all this kind of technological stuff, which I have never paid much attention to before. It's kind of like if you were watching an episode of Ghost Adventures or some other TV show, although completely disorganized. The meetup group took the time to speak with the owners of the theater and ask permission to go in and do an investigation. We arrived there at 11.45 p.m. A movie had just gotten out at about 11.30. I didn't realize we would be getting there so quickly after the last show. They locked us in at 12, and we were scheduled to be there until 4 a.m. The manager at that time was going to come back and unlock the doors. We had a quick tour from one of the employees, and they told us the basic layout of the facility. They showed us where some haunting activity has been reported in the past and what that activity was. Some folks brought stationary video cameras or motion tracking equipment, things like that, and they set that up. We were broken into teams of five people. I think it was four teams of five and essentially set loose about 20 after 12 to go to different areas of the theater. Originally, my team went to the ladies' bathroom where a young girl spirit supposedly has been seen and heard. We stayed there for about a half an hour. There was a lot of equipment that was in use. The person who was leading our team had all kinds of different electronic devices that she was staring at the entire time. I actually didn't feel like that area was particularly haunted. The entire theater actually seemed more haunted when we initially arrived than it did about an hour into the investigation. I don't know if anyone in that meetup group is sensitive to spirits or a medium. Certainly no one said anything about that. There was kind of a group think that the technological devices are the only legitimate way to investigate the paranormal. Anyone who's listened to this show before knows that I don't think that's true. I believe in mediums. I believe in talking to spirits. I think the technology might bring an interesting addition to spirit work. It would be interesting to see, do you get more on film when a medium is present than you do when they're not? Do you get more on film when a medium is talking to a spirit? Does the camera record the spirit in the same place the medium says that it is. I think all of that would be really interesting to test out. But this particular group had a very strong sense that they might mock you for believing in spirits or believing in communication and that this kind of technological stuff, this is the only acceptable way to approach the paranormal. They are a very normal, off-the-street kind of group as best as I can tell, but no one really said very much. There was not a lot of sharing between people. There was folks who had investigated before and they worked together fairly well. And then a lot of other folks like myself who had never been with this group and were kind of left to their own devices to a great extent. I explored the theater on my own after about an hour and 15 minutes with my group when I realized that two of the people in my group seemed bored, as I was, but weren't going to suggest anything or participate in any real way, and that the team leader was not really interested in us at all. She only wanted to look at her 
electronic devices. So I wandered off and did my own thing. Um, I did feel some presences behind the stage, but I didn't photograph anything particularly impressive. I took a lot of photographs and some video in the theater. I got orbs, I guess. They could be dust particles. It's really hard to say, but not a whole lot was happening at what is allegedly a very haunted location, according to legend and local stories. I didn't feel much of anything in the building. At about two hours of our four-hour investigation, I decided that I'd basically seen what I came to see. I at one point had considered asking folks if they wanted to do a seance or join energies together and try and draw the ghosts in, but I didn't feel comfortable with it. I didn't feel that it would be received positively. I kept getting the sense that people were almost apologizing for believing in spirits without proof. And I do intend to investigate with this group again, perhaps, if the location that they're going to interests me. But I don't know how to find a kindred spirit amongst this group, because it seems like the few leaders in the organization are very proof-oriented, and they just aren't interested in other opinions. That's the impression that I get. I could be wrong, but that's what seems to be happening. However, I don't mean to suggest that anyone in the group is in any way dismissive or unfriendly. They just don't seem to have the same interests or beliefs that I do. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. I don't know. Maybe I'll work with those folks again at some later time, but I definitely prefer doing spirit work and ghost work the way Oni and I have been doing it for, well, since we've known each other. And maybe just adding cameras and electronic voice recorders into what we already do and just see what kind of results we come up with. So that was my big ghost hunting experience. Oni and I have been visiting a bunch of meetup groups in the Richmond area, meeting some pagans and other folks. We haven't found a whole lot of people that we get along with strongly, but we've met a few acquaintance-type folks, and we've been out and about. Definitely are spending a lot of time at home, which is not to say a bad thing. We like that. We are pretty much homebodies. We live on a farm now. I don't think I've spoken about that, because it happened after the last show. We're renting, but we live in a place with about four and a half acres. We have our own chickens and pigeons goats, dogs, cats, and we're talking about getting a pig, maybe just to fatten up for the fall. We are, in fact, eating some of our animals, and we had a garden this year, which went okay. Way too many weeds and bugs. As far as being in the country, which is what we had hoped would happen at some point after coming to Richmond, it happened in a very unusual way, which I'll talk about in another episode. And it happened very fast, but in our living situation, we are exactly where we wanted to be. We just didn't think there was any way to get to this point. Spirit had a great deal to do, if not everything to do, with us finding our current situation. Other things are not as well as they could be. I am working, but I don't work consistently, as I would wish. Oni has a little bit of a thing that she's doing at a horse barn that she enjoys. Our spiritual lives have had their ups and downs. We've had a big period of activity last summer and into the fall, and then we were 
kind of quieting things down after Yule and in through the spring of this year, just kind of minding our own business. We're getting back out, meeting people again, going to public events, things like that. Richmond is a strange town in that there are many, many pagans, but it seems to be hard to find a group of people that you get along with particularly well. It's very specialized in some ways, and also there's a lot of social politics in groups here, more so than I have found in other cities, at least in the past. We have met a couple of listeners to the podcast in real life. Recently, we met a lady named Grace, who we enjoyed meeting very much, and we'll be seeing her again in the near future. She lives close by. We, of course, have spent a lot of time with Fox and Erwind over this past year, and we will be going down to do a show with them sometime in the near future, certainly before Samhain. I can't say exactly when. We are scheduled to go down and visit with them really any time now. We were supposed to go this past weekend, but it just didn't pan out. I personally have spent the majority of the last year being relatively quiet, keeping mostly to myself, comparatively speaking. I have been internally focused, and it has been difficult to put together a show because I feel like I want to keep my thoughts to myself for the most part. I am starting to feel differently now. I think I have things to say, and there's clearly an audience to hear those things. So I think the podcast does have a real future. I don't anticipate any significant problems, though I have said that before, so... I cannot guarantee anything, but I definitely feel like I'm starting to come around to a track. Well, honestly, I didn't have a lot to say today. I am simply trying to reset the show, get an episode out into the world, and then go into the topics that have been in my mind more in depth at a later time. And let me just say about all the folks who have been downloading the show in my absence and all of you fans who have stayed with the show, continuing to look for new episodes. I am continually surprised and pleased by the fact that there is so much interest in what I have to say. It is primarily for you folks that I am coming back to doing this. The interest is there. People are sticking with me, even though I have not stuck with the show myself. And I do feel like we have more to talk about. I do feel like there is a place in my life for this relationship between myself and you, the listener, and I want to respect that relationship. And hopefully you folks will step up and talk back and tell me what you're thinking and what your experiences are. So I will be getting around to another show, certainly in September. And at that point, I will have a topic to speak about, and we will do things more as we have in the past. In the meantime, I just want to say that I hope that you are all well, healthy, and happy. Until the next time, blessings.